are now listening to The Prime Podcast, a show dedicated to exploring and investigating all things health, fitness, and performance related. When something is in its prime, it is at its best. This includes us as humans. Are you ready to take on the world? Then join us on this journey to live life in your prime. Hey guys, welcome back to the Find Your Prime podcast. On today's episode, we are going to talk a little bit about uh, CrossFit Games Open 20.4, some programming and kind of like why we attack uh, flexibility and mobility and what are some ways that we can improve both and uh, what we found to be the most effective ways to do so. Okay, first, uh, let's recap um, CrossFit Games Open 20.4, which we had... So like a clean and jerk ladder where we kind of progressed in weight. And then there was a box jump paired with a pistol um, later on in the workout. Now, the workout overall has gotten good reviews. Um, one of the things that I wasn't a huge fan of was the actual pistol squat. Now, while we do a lot of unilateral training in our programming, it doesn't uh, account for some of the other factors that come into play when you're performing a pistol from the floor. Now, that extended leg requires a lot of hip flexion strength, and uh, you see a lot of excessive rounding of the lower back when we get down to that bottom, as well as that bottom position requires an extensive amount of ankle mobility in that um, planted foot. So when we're looking at the pistol squat as a strength exercise, it's not really as much of a strength exercise as it is a, you know, like a party trick. Uh, We can definitely get some better quality movements uh, through some other single leg strength training exercises than the pistol. So I wasn't super happy with that choice of movement. I really liked the scaled version with the box step up and I thought that was just as uh, challenging of a workout where we could have found a a better way around the pistol to uh, accommodate more folks and have a, you know, just as challenging of a workout. So if you're looking to be able to do pistols, uh, there's some easy progressions that you can do if that's something that you really want to do. Um, A ton of resources, but the the number one thing for many of us that struggled with it is ankle mobility, which is going to carry over to our everyday squat and all the other uh, lower leg movements, Um, and then some hip flexion and core strength. Um, So that's something like the the hanging L-sits or L-hangs that we do a lot of, and then uh, some other stuff there. So that front foot elevated split squat is going to kind of tackle all those different things. Um, And that will bring us to our next kind of topic and a good segue. Um, The front foot elevated split squat that we've been incorporating into our warm-ups is a great mobility and strengthening exercise. Now, um, Coop had wanted me to discuss specifically uh, foam rolling and stretching and how that can carry over to health and longevity. So a few different things there before we come back to that front foot elevated split squat is uh, flexibility uh, is being able to put your body into different ranges of motion. Now, there's been a lot of different discussions lately about, you know, passive flexibility. So passive flexibility might just be, you know, hanging out in one position. Let's say if I'm going to touch my toes and I'm just going to hang out there for a long period of time, you know, let's say 60 seconds to two to three minutes. Um, so that would be a passive range of motion. Now, passive range of motions are great, um, but they don't help us in training and they don't help us in life because we're never really sitting in a position passively for very long. We move through ranges of motion and we move through space. 
So uh, I want to say maybe like six or eight years ago, there was a, uh, a gentleman, Dr. Andre Ospina, who came out with a, um, a model called functional range conditioning. So in that model, he they would assess the differences between um, passive ranges of motion and active ranges of motion. So let's say um, I can grab my, if I'm standing up, I can grab my knee and pull it really high up to my chest. Now, that would be passive because I'm pulling it, um, it's assisted. Now, if I were to take that same situation and try to pull my knee up to my chest as high as I can without using my hands, that would be active. And then taking that difference between the two um, would be uh, potentiation for injury. So that big range of motion, let's say if you, you can lift it you know, six to eight inches higher with your leg, uh, with your hands and what you can't without. So that difference of that six to eight inches is then um, potential risk because if you're doing something fast, maybe you're falling or maybe you're playing a sport or you're doing something like that and your body can get into that passive range of motion but you can't control it because you have no strength in that range of motion, then that's where um, sometimes injuries happen. So um, passive range of motion, so doing uh, just flexibility training and, and some passive holds are great. Um, they, they do have some benefit. If you need to get into uh, better ranges of motion, if you need to get deeper into your squat, if you need to get a little bit more overhead mobility to improve the quality of your movement, that's step one. Step zero then, or, or taking a step back, would be to foam roll. All right. So foam rolling is in and of itself uh, a parasympathetic nervous system kind of like check off. So um, your parasympathetic nervous system is kind of like your rest and relax um, se section of your body. So when you, when you get on a foam roller, it starts to allow your body to re-relax and de-stress, just as you would as a, at a massage. So if I can relax and de-stress a little bit, it'll allow me to potentially get into a better, more relaxed stretch during my flexibility. And then from that phase, I would then move on to some active ranges of motion or some integration of this new mobility um, to then into my regular training regiment. So what does that look like? That looks like if I'm trying to increase my shoulder mobility to get overhead for a press or a snatch or something like that, I would start by simply foam rolling, maybe 30 seconds, I would get on my lats. So I'd be underneath my armpit, roll around the foam roller, maybe get the foam roller on a sticky spot that's a little bit tender, roll around, move my arm around to kind of release some tension and allow my body to relax through that range of motion. I may also get it on my thoracic spine, which is that mid spine of my, my sternum, and maybe reach back over my head. Or you can use a couple of lacrosse balls here to get really deep into that, that musculature in the thoracic spine. Okay, once I finish that kind of like relaxation of those tissues and relaxation of you know my stress level in general, now I can go into some passive flexibility. Okay, so from here, this might look like um, a bench prayer stretch where you have your elbows up on the bench and you're kind of sinking into that stretch to kind of release and open up that chest and open up that thoracic spine. All right, maybe I hang out there for two minutes. Then from there, what I can do to then activate and strengthen in this new range of motion is we can do some bench pullovers, right? We can move through these ranges of motion. Maybe we can do some 
side-lying uh, T-spine rotations, or we can do some all fours T-spine rotations, right? And we can mix all of that stuff in, in addition to some potentially overhead carries, which will then stabilize this new range of motion, all right? So we, we want to ensure that as we go through this process, we're not skipping any of these. So now, for example, if I were to foam roll and then just stretch and crush uh, some muscles and get into this new range of motion overhead that my body's not used to. And then I go and try to do um, some really heavy overhead lifting. So now I've just created this new range of motion that my body is not familiar with. And if I were to do that under a great load, you know, maybe if I were lifting heavy, you know, then my body doesn't know how to react in that new position and I could potentially get hurt. So when you do create these new ranges of motion, which do happen and they can last upwards of 60 minutes in that training session, the, the way to keep that range of motion stick is to then train in that new range of motion, but train in kind of a progressive uh, way. So we might start a little bit lighter. We might start with some dumbbells and some unilateral training before we kind of go into some heavy, heavy stuff. So again, the goal is to, to relax through foam rolling, some passive flexibilities to gain some new ranges of motion and then getting to some active or integration where we're trying to use these new ranges of motion in a controlled setting where we can then um, get that stuff to stick a little bit better and keep on moving and keep on working things out in an appropriate way. hope that helps. Um, so next time you come in the gym, um, realize that there is a, is a step process here and just kind of stretching and, and trying to crush things um, isn't always going to be the, the best bet. Um, there is a, a process. So if you do know that, you know, there's uh, some squatting in the day's workout or some uh, overhead pressing in the day's workout, you know, you might want to take a few extra minutes and go through a little process um, to roll out any of the, the areas that are going to be used in that particular workout. And then after you roll out a little bit, then stretch those areas and then work on some ways to kind of like mimic uh, those movement patterns in a controlled setting where we can then gradually progress with some some weight and then should be good to go and the goal of remember the goal of flexibility is to improve our movement quality uh, so a lot of times uh, that we, we can get and do movements but we can't you know get low enough or we can't keep our back uh, straight because our hamstrings are, are not allowing us to get there or different things like that. And the best way to, to work on mobility is through uh, full ranges of motion of movement and kind of getting there as deep and as far as you can. And if that means going lighter or using an assisted uh, movement, then that's the step that we should go. Okay. Um, we got some really fun stuff that that's kind of upcoming. We have a uh, a certification that we're holding uh, the Saturday of November 16th, so we won't be having any classes that day. Really excited that the majority of our staff is taking part in this. Uh, it's going to be a great uh, certification for us to kind of continue our growth and learning as a staff. Um, I am personally um, completing the OPEX uh, modules, which is a, a year-long certification that's going to end with some uh, different approaches to how we kind of do our fitness. Um, remember, each and every day that we kind of put something out there, it's at this time the best 
possible quality that we think and the best possible training that we think is out there at this particular moment, or at least that we know of. Um, and we're always continuing to learn, continuing to grow, and trying to offer you the, the best kind of solution for your fitness and to keep you healthiest and to keep you moving for, for the long haul. Okay, so excited for some programming stuff, exciting uh, to geek out a little bit about some movement, and I hope that helped and resonated with some of you for that flexibility and that mobility and just understanding the differences between passive versus active and then being able to move in our bodies through these full ranges of motion while we're, we're exercising and while we're doing a, a day-to-day activities. Okay, until next time, guys, have a great day.